Guess who's back? Uncle. Tony's Talks, episode... 17. 17. Back like we never left. It's been... About five weeks. Yeah. It's been... More an adventurous summer. We have been away on vacation, which we're going to get into on the show, but... Uh, Much on vacation. Summer is come and it's kind of going out right now as we're now into the first week of September. Uncle, how have you been over these last several weeks since well, we last recorded? I kind of missed you guys because you guys went on a vacation and I had to watch the pet, so I couldn't go. How was pet sitting? Adventurous. Two different houses. Yeah, we uh, left a little puppy with our cousin Sandra and her French bulldog, and then Uncle got to watch our little fawny boy, fawny girl, excuse me. I'm not misgendering Stop the dog. Misgendering her. How was how was fawn? She's just kind of like an old lady now, so she's she always is, there. But she did miss you guys. Her eyes change, not direction. Right? It's she loses like her <laughs> eyes. Lose the twinkle when we're <laughs> yes, direction. Yes, that's it. Her her eyes, she was cross-eyed Looks all like week. She's on some de- antidepressants. Yes, that's sad. <laughs> There's no twinkle in her eyes when we're gone. Jesus. <laughs> Starting off on a really light note today. But yeah, it's been about five weeks, but how's everybody doing? We'll start with... Yeah, we'll start. Who do you want to start with? Jeremy. We're going oh, around okay. the circle. Uh, I've been really well. We went to a lovely vacation, the homeland, we could call it, uh, in the Azores. We'll get into that, like I said. And uh, yeah, I've gotten now about a month and a half into raising a puppy, and that's an adventure in its own right. 5.30 every morning waking up and taking the dog out and then her not going back to sleep. It's fun. Lots of fun. Jenna, how have you been? Uh, I've been good. Been good. Couple. Were you on this vacation trip that Jeremy did? I was, yeah, I went on vacation with them as well. So that was that was a good time. And How was your first... Cu- sorry. How was your first family vacation with the Paragos? I want to know. Well, I went to the vineyard with you guys the week that we were actually supposed to go to the Azores like a couple okay. years ago. I guess that counts. Um, but it was good. It was a little chaotic at times, but you know, we make it through. Is it different than traveling with your family? It's very different. In what ways? Um, my parents are very much like up and at them at like six, seven, eight o'clock in the morning. Not that, the- that was not the vibe at this, on this vacation, which I very much appreciated because your girl needs her beauty sleep. Fair enough. Is there anything else you wanted to add before we moved on to the one over there? No. All right, one over there. That's me. That's Logan. <laughs> um, it was good. That's it. I <laughs> I saw the cows. Oh, you smelled like, the cows. This is life in general, but you can talk about <laughs> life vacation. in general. Well, I don't know what I can say about Portugal. That well, I guess not much has been Logan's said. Life has been vacation. The um, month, so. but yeah, it was cool. I'm sure we're gonna get into a lot more. And I started school as well. What year? junior year and i still haven't finished my summer work but that's okay because it's not due till next friday i don't think we should say what school yeah we don't we don't do that okay all right uncle i mean john he's now a pup uncle i guess i am i have a new niece her name is penny she's a little four-legged furry thing pretty adorable um you know life's been life and it's been kind of same old, same old these past few weeks. How was Portugal? Did you go? Uh, <laughs> yes, we all, with the exception of Uncle in this room, went to Portugal. Um, it was very nice. Lots of nice uh, rolling countryside and cows. It's a beautiful coastline. Some we went sketchy driving situations. Some less than ideal driving situations. I told your father-in-law that. Um, Be careful, don't drive. It's not the Uncle's been throwing this father-in-law <laughs> term around a bit. Um, Lucy, but yeah, I've been chilling. A little liberally. 
You know what I mean, Jenna. Dana. All right, well, that's good. I'm glad to hear everyone's doing well. Um, yeah, the big thing that happened since we've been gone is obviously been our trip to Portugal. Um, for some context, this is where uncle and our mother and their sister and grandparents and grandparents all are from. They were and all great born. Grandparents. They were all born there. Uncle, how old, how old were you when you came to the United States from Tercero? Well, I should have been born here, but it took a long time to arrive in America. So I was a year and a half. So you were a year and a half old. There were some delays. What was the reasoning for coming here originally, just for some background? Well, yeah, grandmother's oldest siblings, Joe and Aunt Paula, were born in America around uh, World War II. But why did they come here in the first place? Their parents were bicoastal immigrants. They'd live in California a few years, go back to Portugal. Was it better farming here? Like what is it was during World War One era, so they had great opportunity for jobs. Okay. And then the rest of your family started following suit just because there was more opportunity here? Once they got married, became adults. Uncle Joe was a citizen, so him and his sister started sending them one by one. At that time was the, the Azores was relatively poor there or no? It was not much job opportunities for their children because they didn't have much of an education themselves, like no high school. So These things have since high. changed. Yes. Yeah. I'm going back like 90-something years ago. Yeah. Almost 100 years ago. Because there was no Portuguese potato famine or something that was like Russian no, immigrants No, that was over Irish, here. yes. I understand Irish it family. was, yes. Yeah, but they started arriving his Not siblings a Portuguese in the potato late family. 50s. We arrived in the 60s because we were the least. There was a cod shortage on the island. There was actually a, a shitty shortage. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to make our way to America. <laughs> your grand, great-grandfather was a farmer, and your great-grandmother was a domestic. My great-grandfarmer. So that means she like ran the house? She was yeah, a domestic. Okay, I'm just trying to translate. She was Uncle, childbearing. Uncle she was a midwife, too, part-time. Okay. That's uh, a lot comes with that job. Mm-hmm. But you visited the Azores recently, recently, about fifteen years ago. Was it that long ago? Yeah, twelve. 15 so you years saw ago. like Conceição and yes, Benton all Tom, the cousins and all of them. Yeah. The way they crack, Benton makes a lot of jokes. Yes, he does. He's very conservative. I thought when I was there, <laughs> very like. He was trying to get Tia to drink some wine. Oh, my God. It didn't go well, <laughs> did it? A 90-year-old aunt. That's, or and his daughter 90. was a kid. I think his daughter was like seven or six when yeah, I met her. Yeah, our age. She's a nurse now. She's 25 now, I think. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we met family that's out there still. We had never been. Uh, the only one that had been in the group was our mother, obviously. So all of us, this was their, our first time there. I would describe it a bit as like, and I, I've said this to others, is like Vermont in a tropical island situation or not tro- it's not really tropical it, it is in a way um it's a lot of forest and rain but the climate's relatively similar to here at least during the summertime um it doesn't get particularly cold there they don't see snow ever so i was asking some of them and they've never experienced snow because they, a lot of them have only ever lived on the island um so it's really but it was really beautiful but it's very jarring because there's just like farm pastures and then it's just cliffs and the ocean um, which is not something we're used to. Most of the oceanfront property around here is highly valued and taken up by massive houses. So it was a little different. Um, but what was the most striking thing for some of you? What what do you, from the trip, maybe start with Jenna again, something that you took away from it. Not to make this about like, hey, what did you learn from our time in Teseda? But like, if there I was mean, something that you like appreciated. Well, I just appreciate like the simplicity of life there. It just doesn't seem like... Anything is super rushed, which is really nice. 
that is true. Um, and really refreshing coming from a place where there's just like a whole lot of hustle and bustle going on 24 7 it feels like um, this was something really small but you know I asked some of his cousins and family if they had ever like if they have like Amazon over there and like they had like hardly even heard of it and it was just so interesting because you know, we're so used to ordering something online and having it delivered the next day, like right to our house. And it's just so different there. And I, I admire it a lot because sometimes I think our, um, we have a lot of immediate gratification here. And sometimes I, I think that it's not really as good as it seems. I was good. I like that. It's so yeah, just overall the simplicity of it, of life there. It's the just banks used to close for lunch when I was there, like for an hour. Yeah. I don't know if they still. I do don't that. know. I don't know. Nobody I, really uses banks now. It's all ATMs <laughs> and debit cards and stuff. I don't know, but it just seemed like you know, there were people. People obviously work hard, but you know, you don't work too hard, which which I. Some do travel. From like what now. I saw. Yeah, yeah. Some travel like now with the euro back and forth. The currency is basically the same, so they go like to Italy or France for business and stuff. Mm. And it's cl- it's clear that a lot of people were bringing back their family members, kind of like our mother was to the Azores to see yeah. it for the first time, or like maybe they go out there more frequently than we do. Yeah. Um, because there are a lot of you know English speaking kids that didn't speak Portuguese very clearly, and no, that's how we felt. Yeah. That was a whole language barrier thing the whole time we were there. Though some of our family members do speak some English, so it was helpful. Obviously, our mom speaks Portuguese, so she could do most of the translating for us. Um, so that you didn't was have to Google the words. No, no, we didn't have to do much of that. But um, yeah, that that's true. It's all laid back, very different. But it doesn't feel that far away. Like we literally hop on a plane in Boston. It's four and a half or so hours, and then you're there. It's a direct flight to the island, and you're all of a sudden. It kind of feels like you're transported to another world, even though it doesn't feel like you've been. Did you went that far? Um, but it's interesting. Before for sure. you get Logan, though, it is. A lot of western parts of America immigrating to Portugal because the weather. Well, yeah, and the real the estate out there starts cheap. to be it starts to be picking up. It looks like there's some houses that are being developed, and a lot of the rundown houses are being turned into like nicer houses or even like mansion almost houses. Like people who have money are going back there. It looks like and building real estate, and it seems to be relatively cheap there. So I mean, I don't know how long that's going to last, but it's interesting. We we've, <laughs> we've thought about it. I mean, my dad's like saying he's going to summer out there now when they're retired but we'll see uh logan yeah i mean it's just kind of like kind of related to what jeremy said it's just wild going out there seeing someone that's like seemingly kind of close just being completely different like i feel like obviously there's like society but i feel like a lot of the land was kind of mostly untouched and like there wasn't really much urban there's still a ton of farmland right like there's so much grass and like trees and i might add some clips of our trip too. the video i took when i was there mm. i posted a whole 45 minute long video of our trip there if anyone does care to look but i can maybe link that um but yeah there obviously is still a lot of farmland yeah just like outside of america is just very different type of place driving the stick shifts down the street to all the european cars that don't have any automatic or the automatic is at least different from <laughs> what we have here but fortunately most of us can drive standard so it worked out but Anyway, John? Um, yeah, piggybacking further on... What I learned in Terceta is... Initial comments. What I learned in Terceta is... Um, yeah, kind of what Jeremy was alluding to with... Like, if you were to see the coastline and all of the, you know, land that's right on the water, if you were to see that, you know, here in the States, it would just be all, like, 
bought up and probably relatively thickly settled whereas there it's like you have tons of coastline that's just relatively untouched and you know you see people going back there you know having kind of spent their lives in the states and you know earned their fortunes so to speak and going back and you know buying up real estate there and building but it's it's yeah it's very different um and you know culturally again kind of what jenna was alluding to as well like the concept of of time is a little bit different and you know especially coming from somewhere like boston where i mean everyone's in a rush to do everything and it's a very nice change in pace and just kind of a simpler way of life and it was very refreshing to kind of get that perspective and um definitely somewhere i want to get back to you know sooner than not so yeah yeah, it was awesome well we stayed at a nice like villa house i guess the best way to describe it we had to ourselves that was very unlike any other house i saw on the island to be quite honest with you and it was situated right next to the golf course one of the only golf i potentially the only golf course in the azores definitely the only golf course on terceta and um it was just in a very remarkable location we spent a lot of our time there obviously the view was really good um at night this is going to transition into a little bit of other topics because i want to get into like some other like pop culture stuff maybe um but we we picked up a show while we were there every night um which i had not watched and i heard a lot about but it's peaky blinders has been going since what 2014 13 or 14 yeah I think. Which we had never none of us had ever watched so we started watching we were there like every night we we're putting down episodes you guys are what on season five now we, yes we, jen and i are still like on season four because since we got back we've kind of split up how we've been watching it but um that show just to transition a little bit I don't know what I was going to expect going into it. I mean, it's for anyone who doesn't know, it's set like in the very early 20th century. Like, well, not very early. It's like 1918 like to the, er, into the, the Roaring Twenties. Yeah. It goes into the Roaring Twenties. But it's based in England. Yeah. No, well, at least where we are, you're approaching, well, you've arrived at the Great Depression and the, yeah. you know, the collapse of the New York Stock Exchange and kind of seeing the implications of that globally right none so of us not are, a comedy no no none of us are fully caught no up. i mean it's not it's definitely not a comedy there are definitely some funny like excerpts that come from it but it's for the most part a very serious and at times violent show yeah very intense um, it's just like english gangsters essentially but it's really cool because it's not something that i think that it's not really a time period especially in that area it's like you can watch tv shows based in america from the roaring 20s but to see it in, in england is just a little bit different and it's especially during those war times it's much more interesting to kind of see um like how all of that is all intertwined so that was so that that's really it's interesting to watch yeah kind of just the whole dynamic with like mob rule yeah like, you know this was like to an extent kind of maybe not the height of like you know the Italian mafia, the Irish mob. I mean, you're also just you also gangsters. yeah. You also just find yourself like siding with British gangsters <laughs> over some government officials. You sympathize with them. Um, I and obviously that's how the show wants it to be. But at the end of the day, um, I think it's definitely if you know if you're into that type of stuff, like looking into how real life was at that mm. time and not just the show. Um maybe even benefits that those like you know gangs and mobs and mafias like 
you know, I don't know. They kind of even just talking about like Birmingham, for example, it's like mm-hmm. the Peaky Blinders kind of run the town. Well, yeah, but but I think that they run it in such a way that that it allows people to succeed and they provide jobs and you know i don't know it's no, inter- it's interesting They're there was do, a certain know. what yeah like they had they controlled it but they also did things that benefited the people and that's why the people right, tr- right. trusted them they did so it outside of the, the law a lot of the time but it was providing for their their town and that's why they were respected i mean it's you know fictional but uh, there were similar things happening at that, that time and do we know if like do we know if a, a gang like this existed like specifically called that i don't think like, specifically but i think it's based off of the concept of I mean, like other I could look it up groups right that now. were active at the time yeah you could um, I think it's ironic that we were in a foreign country with the language we didn't understand watching a show that was supposed to be in English even though we needed the subtitles. Oh, we absolutely because, need like, the subtitles the 75% of what they Cockney. say, you cannot just hear. You can't Accent. understand. It's like a different language almost. Tom yeah. Hardy. Oh, he plays so kills a Jewish guy. Yeah, so needed, the closed Solomons. captioning. Alfie Solomons. Yeah. A lot of good, strong female leads yep, as well yep. yeah anya taylor joy i don't know if she's entered the scene she for you, has quite. she's from the queen's gambit yep, she's right? the star of that she has just entered the show okay, she's entered um, the so chat. it remains to be seen kind of what her cool. role yeah looks and what's like what's the woman that plays uh grace no well yes oh, but also polly yeah polly yeah she's Ada. she's she's yeah. a baddie yeah which is it's, it's kind a of interesting because you think that like of that time period women's rights were not really and it's also at the so at the beginning, yeah, and also at the beginning, like where the show starts, we're gonna put Uncle Ray to sleep with this. No, no. But where the show Uncle, starts um, is I is think post. Your fly might be I've down. heard of this. Is this the show that you guys were watching together? Yeah, it's so it, the show starts post World War One, and Jenna's also got like a very soothing Uncle tone to her voice fly, right now, which is probably check. gonna put a few people to sleep. No, but no, 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 not not in a bad way. It's just like you're uncle needs um, a little anxiety no, a little an energy right now. before you got here i knew it would it shows it, it just shows like the it, it shows the kind of people returning from world war one and it shows the social dynamic that's changed and kind of how women needed to run things while men were gone at war and how they kept things afloat and there was usually significantly less violence when the women were in charge and then you're kind of forced to go the men come back and it's kind of forced to go back to like men's rule like patriarchal society so it's um it's interesting to watch the transition and to see how women um their voices definitely grow throughout the show which i really appreciate what so. we need to do is buy uncle but Rout- we can move on from this topic buy uncle a router and plug it in and get him internet and then get him fire stick and well, like Jenna have said, him binge true. all of these shows what but did they do with these women after this the men came back were they just making babies to i mean they definitely the they definitely returned to a more seen and not heard role i would say logan what do you have on this or we're supposed to yeah. in That's england so um what i've gathered mostly is that it's kind of like historic fiction genre where it's like these are names of people who probably existed but they're just over dramatized Trump. yeah dramatized what's the word um it's like i have here <laughs> Go you ahead. Know, I don't know word? which one it is, okay. to be honest. Um, I have here Peaky Blinders, now a hit television program, maybe a fictional story of the Birmingham underworld, but it is based on the very real existence of a gang by the same name based uh, in the Midlands in the late 19th century. Okay, late, so they had the same name. Late 19th so late 19th and the 20th mm-hmm. century. And continuing to scroll through it, like a lot of the characters, like the main character, Thomas Shelby, is based on a real person, like Romani family. 
Yeah, because there's like the gypsy yeah, influence. So that, that, that's a PC word, right? I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, well, I mean, context. They use it in the show, and it's well, yeah, part of the context of the show. It, so I'm using, not. If you're using the word appropriately. I'm not going to fret I over mean, it. At the end of the day. And like, yeah, that's another interesting factor of it is that this particular game, the Peaky Blinders, have a lot of gypsy um, history and like bloodlines. So it's interesting to see how that affects their thought process and a lot of things because maybe to us it doesn't it seems like you know they're blowing powders in horses faces oh, a lot of to see what happens yeah. you know what i mean so it's interesting like yeah there's curses and you're almost like oh my gosh like don't let that stuff like you know it doesn't feel push over you the wrong way but it doesn't feel overdone either no. like there's, it's it's there but like it's not it's like, very it's subtle. Not, like in your face yeah but it's interesting because you know that like thomas shelby as tough as and you know as smart and high up as he is he's still he's still very much in touch with his gypsy roots and still very much like um have has those beliefs and allows those beliefs to affect his decision making not necessarily in a good way or a bad way but mm-hmm. it's definite they definitely take a role I, I transitioning from one show with strong female leads to another and then this is we'll do this quickly and i can ask uncle even though he hasn't seen it um, Jenna and I have been watching uh, House of the Dragon recently. Oh, fire. Uh, we watched m- most recently Literally. episode three, which is the one that just came out. Um, have you heard anything about Game of Thrones, Uncle? And what you, what's your Game what? of Thrones? I've heard it's, but that was over. Now what's now? This is a prequel. It yes, that before. I've heard about. Okay. Yes, you're gonna have to get. Well, I don't know if Uncle would like a gory show. Oh boy, I grew up with Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, okay. Well, Friday we can, the Thirteenth. We can get you the HBO Halloween. Max subscription. So. We'll put you on. I can just move into your parents' basement. Yeah, yeah. At HBO, we most definitely are not going to be sharing our logins. Yeah, sure. And um, Sandra got two years of HBO Max free. Don't tell HBO that. <laughs> but anyway, um, Jenna and I have been watching it. Very classic Game of Thrones entrance starts. We're not going to give away spoilers on the show, but definitely starts with. Um, starts off with a bang for sure. A bang, a, a Game of Thrones like um, very jarring first episode where a lot of like. Definitely a big trigger. Borderline stuff that, you know, a lot of shows wouldn't touch. I'm just going to say this because nobody else said this to me before I watched the first episode, but massive, massive trigger warning, like... Sure. Involving, like, birth. Like, that's all I'll say, but, like, massive. Like, it literally, I... Yes, it's a lot. That, traumatized, that traumatized me a little bit, so... Yeah. In the but, 70s, they gave a natural birth on public television it's a little different than that oh. you, you we'll get you to watch i feel like we should, we should live watch episode one with uncle or something like that to see I his reactions feels like a bad idea i don't think jenna wants to rewatch that episode never my Those point reaction videos yeah my point um in bringing this up is that i i think a lot of people weren't sure what game of thrones was going to be with this like if it was going to be any good or what i mean i know a lot of people were left with a sore taste in their mouth a sour taste sour. in their mouth yeah mouth Anyway, with sores in their mouth. Sores, it was sour, it was not good because the way they ended Game of Thrones um, in the final season, I wasn't as much, I mean, I wasn't as against how they did it, but a lot of people didn't like it. And if you watched it, you know what we're talking about. Um, But safe to say that this new show has been like, you know, classic Game of Thrones. They've, they've, I mean, we're three episodes in, right? But they've rectified a lot of um, what they kind of how they ended the last show by just making this like really good and the storyline is the very casting is the casting is very good it's incredible to me i don't know if they're all wearing wig, the like if the targaryens are all wearing think, wigs or what but yeah. it is just like they found the perfect oh, yeah, like that, I mean, matches that, for each person like 
the way they act, how their demeanor is, the way they look, it all just like it line like literally the younger girl who seems to be the main um, one of the main characters, Rhaenyra. She's a Targaryen. And if you took like Amelia Clark, who played Daenerys and took this girl who I feel bad, I don't know what her Um. actual name is. Um, but anyway, if you put them next to each other, it's like you would definitely like say that they're related and like Mm -hmm. say that they are from the same bloodline. And, and I mean like the thing about the game of Thrones and the Targaryens is that you have to understand there's a lot of like, um, extended family breeding. So like Mm. cousins and sometimes siblings, like just that, like incest was just a normal thing to keep their bloodlines pure essentially. Um, so once you get past that, you know, mental block of the whole situation, then it gets, it's, it's very interesting. Um, and the dragons are also a way um, nope. more for, like, f- they're definitely a force and they're definitely, like, shown way more. Mm. Um, and they're a bigger part of the show. So her name is Millie Alcock. Millie, yeah. So she, yeah, they're all really, yeah, everybody's really good. It's a great show. I'm I'm excited. I hope that it doesn't, they're doing this show in a very unconventional way where they keep doing these big time hops, but we'll, we'll see. Well, because I can add some background to it. They start at a time when basically the the show opens and they've just chosen a a king because I don't exactly remember what happened, but there was no direct line for the next for the next person on the throne so they had to have this thing where they chose between two cousins one was male and one was female they end up going with the male because you know patriarchy and that's a big theme in the show and the king king um viserys is that right he um only has a daughter and has a wife that's pregnant as the show starts and he's looking for a male heir okay yeah. and that's where they kind of take it so right. there the, there's a lot of young kids so in order for the show to develop, they have to like skip ahead to see the kids grow up, kind of. Yeah. So that's why there's a lot of time jumps between episodes. Anyway. But um, it, yeah, and a weird um, parallel between that and Peaky Blinders, one of the main characters in the show that plays the king is also plays the priest in Peaky oh, Blinders. Oh, yeah. So the Patty king, Cons- Cons- Viserys, was the creepy priest yeah. from Peaky uh, Blinders. Totally, an entirely different role. It's that's that, very and, and, uh, and it's so funny because the roles are so different, but mm. I am so, like, I hate both of them. Like, I just yeah. do not like oh, his well, characters. Also, um, obviously, the actor that plays Abraham Gold in Peaky Blinders was... I feel like they would have. Maybe not. Okay, pause you'll once you <laughs> i might not have gotten to where you are anyway so there's another actor seen. from thrones that makes an appearance mm. so you'll recognize him obviously yeah but well, anyway uncle hasn't seen any of this so, yeah, we, can, so we can move on <laughs> um uncle you got the mic over there you still awake give us a sign of life wide awake uncle's like i swear to god we have I'm to not ca- we've had to my catch whole up. week vacation i haven't worked doubles in over five days whoop, whoop. yeah so um what have you been doing what's your day-to-day like right now Right now, since my vacation started Sunday. What's a vacation in Uncle's World like? Well, if you don't use your vacation now, you don't accrue for the next paycheck. That's bullshit. Which is 3.1 hours. It's bullshit. They just want you to do that, so this way they don't have to pay you vacation. It's bullshit. Thank you, Jenna. I thought we'd be doing something Labor Day fun, but 
Everybody kinda. had plans. But this isn't Labor Day fun. We're here well, recording. It's kinda, okay, well, granted, you know I mean. like, it's kind of cold and rainy. <laughs> it's kind of cold and rainy. There's not much to do. We took Miss P for a walk, and that was about the extent of what we've done today. Yeah, so. it hasn't rained much at all this summer. And now, like, it's going to rain for like So three I'm welcoming days. the rain. Well, they said the rain, yes. Yeah. People are welcoming it, but don't try to cross a road that you can't see the road. People around here love to get themselves stuck in water. Uncle's had some trouble crossing roads of late. So there's something for it. It's a deep cut. Well, while we have Jenna here, I had a great time filming Halloween Spectacular last year. Maybe we can do it again. Oh, that's true. Jenna and I were talking about six weeks away. Jenna and I were talking about Thrupplite. That's what I'm calling it because we're including the dog in it. That (laughs) is so foul of you to call it that. We're looking for a costume. What would you call it? What would you call it? Like a family costume, like me and Jeremy and Penny, but we need to figure out what it is. I don't really want to be Cruella DeVille. That's what he thinks. If you have any other ideas, that would be a fun idea. She looks like a Dalmatian. Comment what you think a good idea would be. What ideas you have? Elections and we're not calling midterms it a is coming up. Maybe something political. Oh my god! Oh Maybe my the Obamas and their dog. Oh my Why god! Not? <laughs> Maybe the donkey. Oh my god! And we're Shrek and Fiona. <laughs> that no, be. we should oh. be. I should what be donkey, donkey, and you can be the dragon. Yeah, <laughs> and then we can put wings on Penny, and she'll be a little dragon donkey baby. Oh, if we get blonde wigs, we'll just be the Targaryens. That's not where I was going. I said I was going to be donkey, and you were going to be the dragon. And then Penny can be the dragon oh. donkey, the donkey dragon baby. She has baby. wing skin. She does have the donkey. <laughs> she's so much extra skin. She, she already so has her own wings. She's gonna be bigger by then. <laughs> what is she gonna do? Uncle, what do you think? What would be a, extra skin? What would be a good uh, costume for a little Penny? Definitely not what I was gonna say. What is that? What? what? Can you edit this? Yeah. No. Logan knows what How I was gonna say. How bad could it be? I feel like it's I don't gonna think be that. Logan knows what you were gonna say. Okay, what were you gonna say, Uncle? Let's hear it. Mitch McConnell. How, what because the extra skin no because he <laughs> looks like he's been dead for many years oh my goodness <laughs> okay she doesn't well when penny's sleeping she looks like a zombie that's why i think it would be funny if we did something like an she undead looks like a spitting image of mitch mcconnell we should make her sleeping. penny we should make her an undead puppy is what we should do because when she sleeps her eyes roll back and her eyes eyelids stay open it's the most creepy thing to look at and her eyes are just white and she's just laying there she's just but they must have pet costumes you can buy at the, like pet co oh some, oh online, do they uncle right? i already bought you her a coat co- i bought her a winter co- i bought her a fall coat okay. she might need something a little bit thicker and more waterproof when for you the guys winter walk snow, her yeah yeah but at the moment she does have a little fall flannel she's very so short-haired so yeah and she's an island pup she's too. lovable like we, took her into the yeah. <laughs> we brought her to one of jeremy and john's men's league hockey games and the second that she walked into the rink she started shaking like a leaf because she also does that when she's just nervous but she was definitely cold too. she was freezing for sure yeah. we wrapped her in a blanket and put her in her doggy bed Ooh, so we got like over the it wind. yeah, it's yeah the rain's rain coming down hard out outside so now. you're gonna have to move the car oh move us. it move the car in front so you can just walk in you're yeah. funny and i don't know if jenna likes hay rides or doing something with food involved for halloween yeah what's your favorite uh you fall like food jenna? what's your favorite fall activity uncle i'm indifferent fall activity yeah well i have the bobbin for apples I haven't gone apple picking in about 20 years. Put that mic up in your mouth <gasps> That over could there. be fun. I haven't gone apple picking for that 20 years. That could be a fun thing to do. Uncle goes apple picking. We haven't uploaded to the regular TT channel in a while. We could do that. I haven't gone ever Tony to apple one of these seed. famous Tony Appleseed. Halloween places. We're going to go to Fright Fest at Six Flags this year? Is this going to be the year? I've never been. I went to Fright Uncle Fest one Uncle year. Scared. Do they have like people scaring you during Fright Fest? What's the theme there? Yeah, so, so if you have like a spider ring that 
it's like a glow in the dark spider oh, ring. Oh, you can be scared. No, that means that you don't get that. Oh, they, that's the weenie that, band. That, that it's the weenie band. That means that the characters won't come up and scare you. But that's if lame. you don't have one of those on, then people with like fake chainsaws that look like zombies will just follow you, like while you're just walking around, and like they have like this blank, like dead look on their face. It's pretty creepy. I went when I was in middle school, so I absolutely had a spider ring on. Um, oh my! You are a weenie, <laughs> no, Jenna. I like, just didn't like... I don't like the idea of people following me. How do you like, go to Fright Fest and put a spider ring on? That's the whole point. I've been watching horror movies be made before you were born. Oh, yeah. We like, I'd say been watching like two of them at the time, not three, because that's like seven hours. We got to yeah. really get you in the streaming services. You would have a field day. You'd have so much he material. He so would. Uncle deserves so much TV. Because your mom like, got I'm, me hooked on I'm almost movies. jealous. I'm almost jealous of the amount of TV that Uncle has not seen. There's so much out there for you to explore. Do you ever wish that you could restart a show from the beginning and not know anything? Like, I mean, yes and no, but there's also just so much TV always. So I it's know. like, I feel like I could never get like bored. Yeah. You I know, suppose. I mean, there's still so many series that I've had kind of like on the docket that I just haven't like been able to get to or get back to. I'm very much just, I have like my comfort shows mm. and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, New Girl, the office parks and rec hey i was just gonna say Shit's the Creek. yeah like Shit's creek like uh, like those are just shows that if i'm just like watching tv before work and i'm just like eating lunch or something and just like need something to to do then i just throw those shows on and sometimes when i'm just sitting watching at night and don't really want to watch anything new that i don't necessarily have to pay attention to then i just yeah you can just kind of do that with those, anything but throw yeah on. i mean i like respect you know watching reruns because it's like predictable and it's just kind of like something mindless to throw on but i do like and i still find myself laughing out loud at like the yeah. same jokes from new girl over and over but again. i'm also like to my you know to that point it's like again there's always so much to watch that i'm mm -hmm. like okay i should like try to watch something that i haven't seen yeah i've started watching anime I just said that on the just podcast. No response. <laughs> well, just because I've been learning Japanese, I'm really not. I mean, the animes are good. I've not really experienced watching them before. Yeah, Logan gets the mic because he also watches anime. Um, but I've been doing Duolingo Japanese learning for like a year and a half now, and uh, like consistently, like every every single day, I have like a 400 and something day streak. So, um, yeah, thank you for the small clap. I'm just emphasizing the point that it's not like I oh I tried Japanese. I tried Japanese like a week and then I went like three weeks and didn't try it. Like yeah, I've been, I've been sticking go with Japan it. Japan now. I've watched a couple shows. <laughs> Logan's like, I, I, think I could basically. Logan's understand. like, I haven't done Duolingo at all, but I watch a lot of anime. So. Yeah, I'm you, Jeremy. Yeah, Don't well, turn this on to me. <laughs> I'm turning this on to you. But anyway, Logan wants to go to Japan too, though. There's a whole yeah. I mean, if you're looking for things to watch and you're trying to learn a new language well, or not, I mean, they are pretty good. Like if you find like. I heard your generation likes a lot of Asian movies, Korean movies are really popular in so that's world. that is also squid true game. i've i've been while i've been trying to learn yeah squid game obviously is the big one that people think about um but i've been trying to learn like a little bit of korean as well but definitely japanese but i watch a lot of korean movies and i, I i'll talk is, what's pa is parasite korean parasite is korean, korean. yes that was okay yeah. parasite actually worth all the hype that was a very right. it well. It took done me a long movie. time to get Jenna to watch it, but she did. It and was she liked worth. It. I'll say it was worth it. Jeremy was yeah. right for one. There are a lot of movies like that. Like the Korean film industry is actually very popular for a good reason. A lot of horror movies too, which is right up my alley because I like horror movies. Um, but action and just like drama, like there's just like a lot of serious films that are like really well done that come out of mm -hmm. South Korea. 
Spite. Yes, Uncle. Logan was going to say something first and I can pop in. No. Godzilla, 1950-something. Was that Japanese, though? Or was Japanese that? with English, you know, voiceovers. Subtitles. Yeah. Or dubbing. For dubbing. dubbing. You can do the dubbing, but if you're going to watch an anime, you should watch you it with Japanese and English subtitles. Don't do that. <laughs> So that's my only voice acting if you do the dubbing. Yeah, if you're going to do anime, please watch it in Japanese and just read the subtitles. Don't be that guy. But yeah, anyway, so that's our TV slash movie recommendation slash talk for the day. Try a new language. Watch something foreign. That's what I would say. It's never too late to learn a new language. Right. I'm I'm only 26, but I feel like I'm kind of late in my life to be learning a, a new language. Does that not? Feel, Are you not old? <laughs> but like, don't. Does anyone else agree with me? No, well, it's not. It's not really an agreement question. It's like actually, like your brain. Like, if you're going to ever learn a new language when you are, you know, learning how to speak for the first time in your native language, that's the best time for you to also become a bilingual because your brain is kind of simultaneously developing both of those language languages, and especially when you get into like school age and you're, you know starting to absorb information a lot more um technically those are the best years for you to be learning it so technically you are a little bit a lot a bit late to be learning a new language it's going to be more challenging for him but it's not, it's definitely not impossible so I'm that's that's what it. i was saying is just that technically your brain is more absorbent to learning a new language when you're a child but it's still possible it's just going to take a lot more work it's also just a great way to come to know and appreciate other cultures and like there's something very powerful about being able to you know interact with people in their native language as opposed to just like expecting everyone to like be able to speak to you in english like that was a big that was a big thing in in the azores like we all wish that we kind of knew a little bit more going into it and i guess i wasn't fully expecting them like your family to not speak really any english Mm -hmm. which i guess i should have known that but like it it was a little bit intimidating and i wish that i was able to speak a little bit more but we had jeremy's mom who's a queen and translated for us for pretty much the whole week so shout out to her a couple of them did speak some english christina yeah you're right and i guess victorian ruben to a lesser extent some of our younger cousins because they i think are starting to learn it more in school yeah, if they end up coming across Oh, when you get... I well, miss you. I'll probably I see you before I turn 60. When you have... When you start doing Portuguese dubbing, though... <laughs> like, this this sounds like a joke, but, like, it's... Yeah, we'll have I mom... I want them to be able to we'll see... We'll have mom go through the talks. whole episode and just read it out in Portuguese. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure mom wants to do that. Anyway... <laughs> Not everyone, but, like, one a year or one every few months. Uncle could do it, technically. He's the one the that speaks Portuguese. Uncle does speak Portuguese here. Imagine Uncle dubbing over. I'm fluent in the, what do you call that? Slang terminology. I know 90% of the correct grammar, but sometimes I make up words that people never heard of <laughs> to explain what the word means. I think Stro- you do Strober- that in English too. So, but I had no schooling there. Like I said, I was 18 months plus when I came to America. But you've had so. to communicate with your parents. Your, yes, yeah, but now they the passed. third generation and fourth, really, I don't expect them to carry on the language. What, it is what it is. What's kind of discouraging to me, though, about language learning is that recently I heard, like, a fact where it was, like, if you start learning a language after you're a teenager, then, like, it's, like, almost impossible to not have an accent. I don't know about I that. Think. 
I think if you if you like went to live in another country and you had to speak it like full time, like I think anyone can like learn it with that. Yeah, I mean, for me, I uh, for me, it's not. I don't really care if I have an accent. I'm all. I already kind of assume that I'm gonna have one regardless. So I don't really care so much about that. I just want to be able to communicate on like a very surface yeah, level. Less about the accent, more. Yeah, just about like being able even to do in it. Poland, I was still able to kind of communicate with people with just simple words and phrases and numbers and stuff. So that was a little bit easier. And I definitely, obviously, I was you know, from America and definitely yeah. didn't know what I was really saying, but I don't, it's a little discouraging cause it's definitely harder, but I think it's worth and it. And I've learned, I've watched some people on YouTube that have like learned to speak these languages pretty much natively. Like they go into, like you might've seen some of these people will go in to places where people aren't expecting them to know their language and start speaking to them in like Japanese or whatever it is. Sometimes they're like different African languages and people are like, why do you know this language and why do you speak it so well? What? No, African or Asian. Like the people do it with like, like, like any any languages like people will learn them that just like you know visually are not what you would expect you know like some white guy from new york city is walking into like an african market and speaking to them in, in their language is i'm, I'm no, serious no i actually like no i actually make YouTube just, videos about this no i actually just saw a video on facebook today of this guy who went into a nail place to get um a manicure and he speaks cantonese and that just so happened yes, to be the language he's one of the big ones yeah that just so happened to be the language of the people that were working there and so he was just silently like getting his nails done listening to um just the other workers communicate with each other and then he started jumping in speaking like fluent cantonese and sh- and the girl was shook she wasn't really like talking she wasn't really like saying anything bad like but it was it was just she was so shocked when when he spoke to her um yeah. and yeah i mean i never know what what like my nail people are saying but i i hope it's i don't Not think trash no i don't think it no. is well and my, my broader point i think about- if they deserve it go for it why would if i if i had that ability to like talk about a customer right in front of them and have them not understand it because if they have body i would odor. so do it nice if they were simple. mean we have a lot of that my broader work. point is that a lot of these guys like talked about when they were learning it and some of them like just put in the time when they were like in their 20s and it took them maybe like 10 years to be like fluent in the language but they were just practicing and they got there so it's not impossible and th- i don't want to discourage anyone that might be listening to this including ourselves by saying stuff like this but it's definitely like possible to learn the language i think people just get discouraged quickly yeah language I mean, particularly going back to what jeremy said about like actually like living somewhere and really being involved with that my spanish teacher in like eighth grade i think told a story that i thought was it was kind of like wow where it was like he i don't remember if he was living somewhere abroad or if he had just like went to school and like studied only spanish for like a while like but he like walked out of wherever he was like either went back to america or like went somewhere else and then people started like talking to him in english and like it took it took him a second like he didn't really understand at first because he was so like learning he was so in the spanish mindset yeah that he was like he's like he heard english and didn't understand it for a bit yeah yeah, yeah. wild I, when go ahead. i was just gonna say when i was abroad um i did a homestay with a Chilean family who Same. really spoke no English, and yet Jeremy had Same, a similar but Argentina experience no. in Argentina. Um, and at that point, I mean, mind you, there were plenty, like all the people in my program, or most of them anyway, were from the States, you know, English speakers, and the classes I was taking at the university were primarily in English. Um, but I mean, having to, or being in a homestay situation where you have to communicate with your host family and just in getting around, having to kind of 
you know, fend for yourself. I mean, I felt pretty good about my Spanish going into it, at least like a, you know, a solid kind of working proficiency, but you are forced to, you know, use it to kind of just survive and get about your day. And so you find yourself like constantly thinking in that other language um, and kind of, it's really kind of neat because I felt that, you know, somewhat coming back like prior to Portugal and I'm like, okay, you know, Spanish versus Portuguese, but I found myself like, because to me it was like, okay, you never Spanish re- is a bit more of a bridge to Portuguese than English is, yeah. but it's, and you, you never know. really forget the language, even if like, I, like, I mean, my Spanish was never great. I, there were some days where I found myself in Argentina thinking like, wow, I've only had to speak Spanish today. For the most part, it was, you know, English because we had other students from the States. And this is just be a quick point before uh, we transition to something else. But, um, you know, you can, like I said, since I went abroad, which was like seven, six years ago now, um, it was not, I haven't spoken Spanish much, but like being in a foreign country and like kind of starting to think that way, you can, it kind of comes back to you relatively quick. Um, so you never really learn it, don't stop learning it if you've known it i guess but you can say what you want well well like they're like so the thing of like switching between two languages is called code switching and it's i remember even just my spanish classes in high school were um like it was like an immersive spanish experience so when you entered the classroom it was like a no english zone so you like you know you would get points off your participation grade if you Hmm. were to speak english so it was really like that was to me that's the best way to teach a language like flashcards going through like what vocabulary is and all that it's not really helpful um coming up with vocabulary words and then using other words in that language that you already know to describe them like say you don't know how to describe you don't know the word for a tree you would just be like the big plant outside like you know what i mean like and that's how you would learn um and then I would find myself, it was always my last class of the day, and I would find myself leaving, going to my locker, and thinking, like, in Spanish. So it was definitely weird. Um, and I obviously shook myself out of it pretty quick, but it really just makes me even more impressed at your mom for being able to bounce back and forth the way that she does between... I think translating is probably way more difficult than... Um, we give people credit for because it's more than just knowing the two languages. You have to like keep this your is brain. Where organized. we need to bring uncle in as someone who's had yeah, to do this for his right. own mother. Yeah, percent. Not that I have to translate, but sometimes like some people at work don't speak much of anything English, and mm-hmm. you're trying to translate to a boss what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. you're, po- you're Portuguese. Way. Well, I'm sure it's like it, I'm sure it like hurts you're your brain very, a little very bit because I never well, thought of that being different. Well, it's just, I'm sure it's just difficult like. Like, even like Jared, like, you know, we would be like, oh, um, you know, I'd be like, oh, Matilda, like, like Tia would say something to me and I'd be like, Matilda, like, what did she just say? I I don't understand her. And she would have to, she would translate it for me. But uh, yeah, it's very impressive and it's something I wish I could do. And maybe one day I will, I will learn another language. You have Portuguese dreams, uncle? Portuguese dreams. What do you what are you dreaming? I have usually more Portuguese nightmares than dreams. <laughs> when you're dreaming and it's in Portuguese, it's more often a nightmare. Yeah, because when one of our first visits in the 1972, we had no bathroom in house, so we had to go outside during the day. In the inside, we had a potty so, potty pot, and that was so because you have a lot of bad memories from your time. No, I mean just Portuguese. That it was, it was the <laughs> no. I mean showering was different back then. We had. Only cold water. We couldn't take warm showers. And it was a, sprout, a spout that looked like a 
hose from the garden. Okay. You know, you saw the water there, how it is. It's not like America. You can take a half an hour shower at a time. Right. All right. Well, today. well, we could. I'm more interested in this topic. We've kind of run out of time for today. I want to get Jonas to get the horoscope in for you, but we'll we'll continue to explore this topic with Uncle because I think it's fascinating. His experience personally, but go ahead. Oh, okay. So I guess we're doing his horoscope this now. This is Uncle's horoscope transition. So he's a Libra. Today is September fifth, twenty twenty-two. Is this the normal website that we go off horoscope.com? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, because this one's very interesting. Okay. Today, Libra, <laughs> you might turn to practices like meditation or psychic development. Some vivid dream. Oh God, not an ad. Some vivid dreams over the past few days may have brought up personal issues that you need to clear up in order to progress. You may pick up on the thoughts and feelings of others more strongly than usual. If you've been thinking about learning to read tarot cards or runes, this is the day to start. Oh no, Uncle's going to get into some crazy stuff now. Where's Darian when we... When get we, a Ouija board in here? This is like the one day that I need Darian to like help translate because I'm definitely not inclined to horoscopes or astrology. Next episode of like Tony's that. Talks, Tony does a Ouija board and we're going to do the <laughs> we're move it with their fingers and... Yeah. What do you think of that? Have you been what? having vivid dreams? Can, does any of that resonate with you? Yes, yes. Or I've was today a bit dreams, of a but dead? But they don't come true. If you had a spirit that you wanted to talk to, Uncle, who would it be? Or what would it be? A spirit? Someone, or maybe a person that's not no longer with us that you could talk to. Maybe my cousin. Your cousin? Yeah. Would, why? She passed 30 years ago oh, okay. in November. Jesse? Yes. Prematurely? Yes. She was a sweetheart. Is a sweetheart. Yeah. Memories don't go. We didn't no, share right. a birthday, right? But she was. You share who's. Yes, you were born the same day of March. Wow, so we, we do share a birthday. Yeah. 66. But she, yeah, passed obviously before I was born. Wow. Mm, interesting. That's why I never forget your birthday because of her birthday coincides. So I try to keep the birthdays intact like logan what's my birthday december 30th as is your great-grandfather really a lot of Circa like 1985 that's cool yeah my mother's dad do you know my birthday it's okay if you don't i'm technically not blood it's the first of february i was gonna say april <laughs> no anyway before we go through everyone's birthdays here think think super bowl jenna Think, think, think Valentine's 13 days ahead. Sure. <laughs> Alrighty. So anyway, oh. this has been episode 17 of Tony's Talks. Thank you all for coming. Uncle, any final words as we sign out here? Thanks for watching. See you sometime in late September. Hopefully it's not October. as long as it's been. Yeah, but it's okay. We understand. We're, we're Summer's back. very short, even though basically it's the same days as well, the other season. Most of our traveling is done now. So Also, I checked during the episode, or I checked during this podcast, it's been six months since we've done a main channel video. Yeah, well... This we'll, is now the main... We're now a podcast well, channel. <laughs> this is our main media. We'll medium. do something on the main channel. We have some ideas. We can go out with Uncle and do some spooky stuff and uh, bring we the should, camera We should us. try some of those Halloween cereals that you... Because I'm excited for fall because I, I want to try the... I've been using the GoPro. The Count, Count Chocula. Chocula. I've been using the GoPro a lot lately, and that's been providing us with some good video. So I think we could just use that easily. Cereal. Frankenberry, Count Chocula, Blueberry. Blueberry. It's, and it's nice having the, the Canon Wait, 90D with the boom mic on, or the boom mic with the shotgun mic, but a lot of people see that and they're like, oh my God, who's this asshole walking in here with the David Dobrik setup? But anyway. Wait, there's another Dr Dracula one? 
Or, it's the one you were talking about. Sandra has it at home. Someone cho- will need count it. Count chocolate. Yeah, you could well, count chocolate. She has count it. Chocula. Yeah. All right. Anyway, this has been episode seventeen. Seventeen of the Tony's Talks podcast. Sign us off, Uncle. Thanks for watching, you guys. Thanks for coming. See you, Darian, Pete, and Simone. Happy birthday, Darian. I kind of forgot. And Candace. Yeah. Candace Couple and queens. Darian. And her Happy father birthday, Phil Candace. shortly. Darian and Captain Can. Darian, Captain Can. And Darian. All right. Signing off. Thank Ciao. You. Ciao. Cheers. Bye.